We are igniting the blockchain. I am your host, Elizabeth. Join me and my guests as we talk about everything related to cryptocurrency and blockchain technology. Nothing we say is legal advice or investment advice. Do your own research. Have fun and let's get started. This is Elizabeth, otherwise known as the Crypto Woman. Today, I am joined by Lee Dotefour of Globcoin. Uh, Globcoin is a stable coin backed by a currency basket. Am I describing that right? Yes, absolutely. Very nice to meet you, Elizabeth. Yeah, so yeah. you've been in crypto for a while. For a while, yeah. Well, I've been in currency for many years. Uh, I'm in currency management. In fact, I studied in New York. Uh, <laughs> some years ago, uh, um, 95 Wall Street as a, a currency option trader for a while, and then I went back to Europe, um, and then I, um, I set up my own company of currency management, or current, over, called Overlay Asset Management. I set it up, I sold it to a bank, BNP Paribas. Uh, we went from $1 billion to $23 billion of uh, uh, currency risk to manage in like 10 years, and uh, we split uh, yeah, eight years ago, and uh, we started to be interested by digital in uh, 2015. Why? Because our core product uh, is a currency basket. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, much, much before uh, uh, Libra and, and uh, Facebook, by the way, I know they, they are interested by basket, but we, we, we managed basket since 2010, roughly. And um, yeah, one of the most interesting thing we, we, we have been doing when we were with uh, BNP Paribas Group was to, to design specific baskets for specific clients. Like, let's say if you are, if you are vegan, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of vegan in the, in the US, in Australia, in, um, in Sweden. So you can do a currency basket with uh, the currency of all those countries and, and you, you get the, uh, the digital currency of the vegan community. That's typically what we are doing now. And, and we like the idea uh, of the currency basket but the problem is, in the fiat world, you, are, you have to have mandates of at least, let's say, $50 million. Otherwise, you cannot do it. Mm -hmm. And, and that, was a, uh, that was a handicap. And then, then blockchain came. And uh, it was not $50 million a minimum. It was maybe $50 or even $1. And today, you can buy this basket for $1.11, I think. <laughs> so that's the beauty of the blockchain and tokenizing uh, these kind of assets. Uh, and since then, we have been, yeah, we have been in uh, crypto. Um, yeah, uh, well, more in stable coins than, uh, you know, on crypto, really. I mean, on Bitcoin. But still, we are obviously, uh, uh, we are interested by what's going on in, in, uh, in, in, in Bitcoin. Can you tell us how that works? Uh, what, what is a, a basket? So a basket typically is a, um, a portfolio where you are, in fact, allocating uh, the capital into various currencies. The way to allocate normally is under a, um, a rule book, like, 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 a, um, like an index. Uh, we have a 20 pages rule book which says how we select the currency and the weights of each currency in the basket. In fact, the, our flagship is called the Global Reserve Currency, GLX. And um, we have 15 currency in that basket plus 5% gold. 
Why goal? Because we designed the basket in 2010, just after the 2008 crisis. At that time, people were like a bit uh, worried by the, uh, what the central bank were doing, printing money. And, uh, and so we say, okay, to add some uh, store value uh, features to our basket, let's put 5% gold. The other weights of the, of the basket are according to the GDP as, as published by the IMF in Washington, D.C. And what we do, we are looking at those figures published by the IMF, and if there is a significant change in the um, uh, GDP of, of, of each country, then we rebalance. For example, let's say US dollar, it's the largest allocation with 20%. Uh, let's suppose the uh, GDP of, of the US is, is coming up against the, the, um, the euro one, then the, the weight of the US dollar in the basket will be higher. Now, how we do it, every time that we are issuing a JLX, is this uh, crypto, uh, we will put at the bank the equivalent that we receive from the purchaser, we'll put it at the bank and convert it into the basket of those 15 currency and gold. So that means that the reserve account is mirroring the composition of the basket. Um, and, uh, and we have an audit um, that will say, okay, those people, they have issued a certain amount of cryptos and they have exactly the same amount at the bank in, this, uh, in the currency of the basket. That's typically the, uh, uh, how it works. So, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, straightforward. Uh, the thing is to be sure that there is no leverage, that every uh, JLX issued correspond to the equivalent deposit at the bank, at the bank's. Uh, to be decentralized. We don't want to rely just on one bank. And that's the way it works. And now in terms of transparency, if you want to see um, how much my JLX uh, worth today, uh, it's because it's just uh, with an Excel spreadsheet, you could do it. Mm -hmm. uh, very simple. You take each uh, currency, the weight, you have probably your Bloomberg and you make the, the weighted average calculation and you'll have what is the theoretical value of the JLX at every minute almost. That's the way it works. So you are actively managing that basket? No, 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 no. Because the IMF figures are published like twice a year. Okay. So, I mean, you, to follow our rules, uh, it's, uh, it's not an active management. Okay. What could happen is that a currency crash mm -hmm. and that, for example, it was supposed to have, a, let's say, a 3% weight in the basket. But if it's crashing, maybe because of the value of this currency against the others, we'll, we'll go down to two, then we'll have to rebalance and to go to buy back 1%. But there is no active management. It's just a rule-based uh, basket. We are not trying to guess who will be strong, who will be weak. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's okay. Very automatic. But that's good to know that it's, it's actually a pretty solid, stable, ongoing, I, I want to say basket of... of currency reserves, but it's not, yeah. I want to use another word besides basket, a collection. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely. It, it's a collection and that you would have a portfolio. So you have this GLX token and yeah. I see that you're listed on two exchanges there, yeah. but how do you see people onboarding and using this token? Well, as of today, uh, we have put that uh, with two exchanges. In fact, we'll, in the very near future, we'll expand the number of exchanges where it is listed. Uh, 
uh, we were kind of waiting for some guidelines from uh, the regulators in Europe. You know, there is a big debate after Libra, uh, Facebook's Libra about stable coins. And, uh, and now we have, in terms of regulation, we have four documents for, uh, for us, like Swiss-based or European. So we can refer to four. And uh, with our lawyers, we have, uh, of course, carefully examined all those documents and we're fine. I mean, we, we knew we have a legal, a legal opinion, but, but we are fine. So now we'll, we'll, we'll be able to do much more active marketing uh, to, attract, um, to attract people. The idea of a, a, this kind of basket is to say, look, we don't know whether it will be the dollar, the Japanese yen, the sterling, which will strengthen. Let's diversify. The key word is diversification because somewhere we are citizens of the world. We are, we are global people now, even if there might be some period where <laughs> the global trade is shrinking or, but you know, it's a general trend. So, uh, and, um, and the purchasing power of, of a, anyone depends also of, of the, on the purchasing power of its own currency. Maybe it's not as true for US-based uh, uh, consumers, but you know, for a lot of people, it's, it really depends on the value of your currency against the others. And, uh, and I'm not even talking about, of Brazil, Russia, or, or, or Venezuela. Those people really see the importance of having a strong internal currency because otherwise the, their purchasing power in the global economy is just, is just uh, shrinking. So that's the idea of the basket. And I see on your website, which maybe you can tell us where we can go get some more information before I get into the next part. Yeah, yeah, more information. You have normally a FAQ um, and we have a, um, you know, on social networks, normally we explain what we're doing and this is our flagship, but we also have, you know, pride back, uh, baskets for specific clients. I was talking about vegan the vegan community, but we have others that we are really, you know, customizing for clients that have specific needs. But the, the principle is always the same. That's very interesting. So on your website, I see a uh, debit card. Yeah. And yeah. how's that working? And, and how, how will that benefit me to have that card? Okay. Uh, suppose you're, well, um, unfortunately due to regulation, we can only sell, distribute this card to Euro-based Euro uh, clients today. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's okay. But, we'll catch up with you. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. But, you know, with some partnership, uh, it should be, do it's, of course, it's doable in the U.S., uh, but we don't have the license to do it. The way it works, suppose uh, my, my uh, son goes to New York to visit you and to spend some time with friends. And, of course, after one week, he calls me and say, look, Dad, I'm, I'm running out of cash. It's so fun here, I don't have any more money. Uh, and I'm, let's say I'm in Switzerland, I want, I want to send him some money. I have some options. One, the historical option was uh, people from Western Union. I could go to Western Union and send him 200 bucks so he can buy burgers and go what he wants to do in Manhattan. Now, this takes time, this is very expensive. You never know when he will receive the money, maybe it's, improving a little bit, but that's not that. Uh, then you have all the banking, very expensive, FX rates, not attractive. With a card, he'll have a Blobcoin card. I have a Blobcoin card. He, when he rings me, he tells me I cannot pay my bill here at the, uh, at the Burger King. 
I, I take my phone and in like five seconds, I can send him, uh, let's say, 100 bucks on his uh, wallet and he can immediately use his card in Manhattan to pay. So that's, a, and, and that's for free. So it's a very, um, it's a very convenient uh, way of uh, transferring money and spending and saving for people traveling. In fact, for uh, either for business, for tourists, or for um, uh, 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 students that are going abroad to learn foreign languages. Okay, so I, I'm seeing this both as an investment opportunity in terms of the basket and as a currency. Um, it, it, as you know, transferring funds quickly. If I wanted to make an investment in in your in the basket, how would I do that? Um, you cannot qualify that as an investment for, of course, for regulatory reason. Uh, it's uh, but let's say it's a store value as a, as a, as a currency because it's a strong virtual currency. Why? Because of diversification. So whatever happens. If let's say one of the currency of the basket goes up, the other, another one will go down. But at the end, if you look at the value of the GLX against major currencies such as US dollar, uh, uh, Japanese yen, Euro, sterling, it's very flat because you know it's it's the diversification effect. So in that way, you could say yes, it's a, it's a, whatever happens, I'm safe. <laughs> okay, and so basically, know, we, I would run and buy some GLX. And that would be, you can consider it as a, as a very safe currency because it's even, I mean, gold is rising now, but historically we know it's, it, had, it, it has its, its ups and downs. It's quite volatile. Uh, so it's, yes, it is a store of value, but sometimes it can lose 30% in one year. Uh, that, this currency, we are following this basket since 2012. It is very, very stable against almost everything. I mean, uh, and... Uh, we have seen crisis. We have seen components of the basket that had issues, such as, for example, Brazil or Turkey, uh, and and it's very stable. So it's yeah, it's a kind of store of value, okay. except if you know what will happen. But I don't have the, that crystal ball that can tell me, oh, this currency would be the one that is strengthening. But otherwise, the may, the, the safer ways to do it is okay. Let's diversify. So if my son were to go to New York City and need money, I would pull the, the funds that I'm transferring to that card from my GLX holdings. Yeah, that's the idea. Uh, okay. That is the idea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can, you can do that. You can do that. And, uh, and on, on the other way around, you can uh, load. I mean, you, you can load the... the um, you can buy the currency with whatever component of the of the currency basket. Yeah. Okay, and that's a, yeah. when he receives this on his card. That's how he uses it. He transfers it to the currency that he wants to spend. Yeah, today he has to do it himself. It's not mm -hmm. automatic. It will be automatic by the end of the year. So, oh. uh, the digital digital payment, uh, digital currency payment, and uh, yeah. So you continue to develop and add features. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in like, you know, globalization and people traveling more and more, even if unfortunately the last uh, two or three months have been uh, a, li a little challenging for that. But I think it's a general trend. So, yes, yeah. yes. Well, it, it certainly is a need. Stable coins, uh, store of value, but 
the transfer of funds quickly is a, a big need. I just can't imagine Western Union anymore. And I had to make a bank transfer. Believe it or not, it was to sponsor a blockchain event and they wouldn't take crypto. So I had to go to the wow. bank and they didn't send me the right uh, numbers. And so I had to go back the next day. And altogether, I think I waited three hours while this person okay. called everybody and spent about $80. And I was like, that's you know, yeah, that's unbelievable. I had exactly the same story uh, that was in last November. Same, half a day because there was a mistake and mm -hmm. uh, maybe even a little bit more than $80 that cost me out of uh, $1,500. So yeah, I had exactly the same experience with, uh, with <laughs> Western Union. Uh, so we <laughs> that, are, we that's when we wish we had our, our globe coin. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Cards. absolutely. Yes, yes. Well, I'll have to definitely look into that. But you said as a U.S. citizen, I'm limited in what? What are my limitations? Yeah, because we cannot, I mean, with the uh, regulation uh, we have, we cannot distribute cards to U.S. residents okay. uh, for the time being. But we hope to partner with a, you know, local a U.S. Uh, company that has the license to do it and we have the technology we have uh, mm -hmm. everything to do it so it's just a question of partnering with uh, the right uh, the right company to do it from your point of view am I missing any questions that will help people understand this a little bit better <laughs> um, no I think uh, it's pretty it uh, I think I mean payments payments the world of payments will change um, I'm really um, waiting for, for Libra and Calibra coming by the end of the year. Uh, I think a lot of people will change their mind about digital currencies. And I think it's good to couple um, uh, this kind of multi-currency card with digital currency. Very few, for essentially for regulatory uh, issues, you have very few companies doing both. We are, well, we have two companies to do it and two sister companies because we think that you know, today you have on one side the credit card, on the other side the digital, and those two words are not really joining for essentially for regulations. But I think it will come. It will come, and, uh, and that will change a lot of things. Will there be any place in this basket for a digital currency like Bitcoin? No, not on the basket. No, not on the basket, but on the wallets, yes. On the wallets, yes, you can. Uh, you'll be able to have... Uh, um, to 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 uh, to have Ethereum, Bitcoin, or, or other uh, cryptos on the basket, and then you can use it. Uh, not on the basket, sorry, on the wallet, and then you can use it to the credit card, uh, okay. wallet to wallet. Yeah. Okay, so there'll be different trading pairs, crypto trading. Pairs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's the that's the problem with payments. If you look at payments, uh, you know all those uh, venues. Uh, you you will not if you want to optimize your payments. You'll probably do uh, use different ways if you are paying from the U.S. to Philippines than if you are doing a payment from the U.S. to U.K. And mm -hmm. that's the tricky. If you want to be the quicker to find the quickest way and the cheapest way and the safe, safest one, it will be different. That's the uh, difficulty for payment today because uh, uh, you have to have a lot of knowledge of uh, what is the best way if you want to optimize. But I think this, you know, over time that will, uh, that will change and probably you'll have more 
global access and uh, global uh, solution. Who do you see your average user? Um, it's, it's a very good question. There are, of course, everything which is cross-border. Cross-border, uh, we have a great uh, user. It's, it's an NGO called uh, Learning Lines. Learning Lines, they're based in Kenya. They are taking young people in the bush. Some are, have, you know, they, have, uh, they almost cannot write or read. And they take them for one year, and they teach them how to code. And after one year, they are able to do a website, they are able to do a logo, they are able, and they have two or three uh, job proposals. So it's, it's a great NGO. I think they have, uh, from, uh, they have like 800 students now. All of them have, have one or two jobs. So, you know, it's, it's mm -hmm. really great. And we are their donation currency. So if you live in, in the U.S., if you live in Russia, if you live in Peru, you want to donate to Learning Lines, and you can buy the JLX and send them the JLX uh, in like 10 seconds. So that's really the good, very good uh, use of, of cryptos from your know, digital currencies. And that, and that is a good illustration about how blockchain and cryptocurrency are actually doing good things for this Absolutely. world. Yeah. Absolutely, very yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah, this. The story. social impact, the social impact of uh, of this uh, use case is really good because everyone is is winning. The donator and of course the the, the charity itself, uh, they, they save money in the transfer. For them, it's very easy. They can use it as a store of value if they don't want to convert all the donation into the local currency, which is weakening. So yeah, uh, as you say, it's uh, it's good. It, it, it's a good one. Well, uh, thank you for joining me today. And we will send people to your website. And that is globcoin.io. Exactly. Elizabeth. All right. Yeah. Are you on some social media? Yeah, yeah. We are on uh, Telegram, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll make sure to put those down there too, those places that right. people can reach out and follow you. Yeah. Uh, so maybe the next time I catch up with you, uh, we'll be on some more exchanges and I'll be able to participate here in the United States. Great. Okay, Thank you have very a good much. Day. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Check out ignitingtheblockchain.com for materials referenced during this podcast and for a list of other conversations about blockchain technology and cryptocurrency. See you around the block.